If you're ready to feel like your best self, you have some room for improvement in your health, or you're looking to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness, then welcome to the Empire Wellness Podcast. Listen in to your host and renowned wellness expert, Charlene Lawrence, as she shows you how to build your internal and external wellness empire. Charlene is a licensed acupuncturist, certified hypnotherapist, and master of traditional Chinese medicine. She'll introduce you to the solutions that have yet to be on your radar. Now here's your host, Charlene Lawrence. Hello and welcome to the Empire Wellness Podcast. I am your host and wellness expert, Charlene Lawrence. I help people improve their physical and mental health using cutting-edge technology and ancient tools to balance their mind, body, and soul. Thank you for taking this journey with me to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. It is my mission to educate so you can improve, and together we can empower, inspire, and grow. Let's dive right in. Welcome back to the Empire Wellness Podcast. This week, we're going to be talking about the first in a series of important tenets for wellness. And in my opinion, this first one that we're going to go over is the end-all, be-all. If you want to be well, if you make one switch, this is the switch that I recommend. I feel that it is the most powerful way to introduce wellness into your life. And that tenant is food. The things that you fuel your body with internally, we require food. You need it to live. And if you make one change in your life for positivity towards a healthier, more well-balanced life, that would be changing it up with your food. Now, I have a recommendation that I give many people, many of my patients ask me if I can make one change or of all the changes I should make, what's the easiest one? In my opinion, that would be when you shop for your food, only shop the perimeter of the grocery store. So that means you're going to avoid the center aisles that have all of the processed and packaged foods. So sticking to the perimeter is going to allow you access to your fruits and veggies, your dairy items, and we will talk about that in a minute, why you may or may not want to avoid dairy. Also eggs, and then meats if you so choose to eat them. I want you to stick to the perimeter of the store Because everything that's in those center aisles is chock full of tons of things that can just cause inflammation in the body. It can lead to digestive disorders. It can lead to mental health disorders. If you have too much inflammation, we know that there's a strong gut-brain connection. And if you inflame your gut, you are eventually going to inflame your brain. And that could lead to things like brain fog easy forgetfulness, and ultimately at some point it could lead to dementia. Alzheimer's, in fact, has actually been called a type 3 diabetes. So we will touch on that in a future podcast episode. 
But if you want to avoid having gut issues, skin issues, brain health issues, and a host of other things, I think the easiest thing that you can do, the most simple switch that you can do to have a huge impact on avoiding those health challenges and leading a well, healthy life is to change up your food and just shop from the perimeter. So, of course, and I think every doctor out there will say this, load up your plate with fruits and veggies. Now, there's going to be an asterisk on this because not everybody does well with certain fruits or certain veggies. So we will get into, in further episodes, more details about antihistamine diets, people with food sensitivities or allergies, and things that we've been taught are, quote, healthy, but may not be healthy for you as an individual. So if you have questions about this, I would love for you to reach out to me and we can take a deep dive into exactly what foods are perfect for your body. But sticking to the perimeter of the grocery store, that means I want when you load up your plate for lunch, dinner, breakfast, whatever the meal is, I want half of that plate to be fruits, veggies, and healthy fats like avocados, which is also a fruit. And then you can load up the rest with proteins, healthy proteins, and that would could be anything from meats, animal meats, to eggs, and possibly dairy. Let's go down this dairy road a little bit. So dairy, in the, in the way that we know it today in the United States, can be extremely inflammatory. And I do recommend for most people that they don't consume dairy, if at all, but definitely not on a regular basis. The dairy industry in the United States has a lot of problems, in my opinion, and they're not always looking out for the health of the consumer they're trying to earn a living at running their dairy farm. And so oftentimes, dairy can have a lot of inflammatory substances in it. And I know if you grew up in the 80s and the 90s like me, and you were trained that the only way to get calcium and have strong bones and teeth is to drink your milk, well, I will let you know that that is untrue. There have been tons of studies done over the years that show the highest dairy-consuming countries on the planet actually have the highest instance of osteopenia and osteoporosis, so weak bones. So the United States is one of the highest-consuming dairy countries in the world, and we happen to have the highest instance of osteoporosis, which basically is like porous bones. There's little holes in the bones and lead to easy breaks as we get older. We've heard this from so many people, and there's a huge correlation between drinking tons of milk in the United States and having high instances of osteoporosis. And the reason for that is not the calcium, because yes, it the milk in the United States does have calcium, and oftentimes it's even infused with additional calcium, but it's also so inflammatory that the inflammation requires so many white blood cells and red blood cells to go out as the immune defense for the body, which is made in the bones. So 
these blood cells are having to go out to combat the inflammation in the body at such high rates that the bones are becoming more porous and more weak, causing more instances of osteopenia and osteoporosis. So I do recommend that most people avoid dairy. If you have a known autoimmune condition, I 100% say that you have to be absolutely dairy-free. And here's something that I've learned from a couple of professors over the years, a couple of mentors of mine, who I was always the person who'd say, well, I'm about 98% gluten-free, meaning that maybe once a month, once every other month, I'll have a piece of bread or something that has gluten in it. And I've had a couple of people share with me that you're either pregnant or you're not. You can't be 98% pregnant. So in this case, when we're talking about dairy, if you're going to avoid dairy, if you have a known autoimmune condition and it's imperative that you avoid dairy, then you cannot be 98% dairy-free without it causing damage. You have to either be dairy-free or not dairy-free. Again, you can't be 98% pregnant. You either are or you aren't. So keeping that in mind, let's avoid the dairy section for the most part when we're shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store for food. Another great source of protein is going to be eggs. Eggs can be an excellent source of protein for people. I do recommend that when you purchase eggs that the package say that they are pasture raised. Now this is not a regulated system in the United States, unfortunately. So technically, the manufacturers can put whatever they want on that package of eggs. However, if it does say pasture raised, in my experience, those companies that raise their eggs in a pasture truly do raise their eggs out their hens outside who are laying eggs and are in a much more natural environment than living in giant warehouses unable to move very much during the day. So even just the terms cage-free don't necessarily mean that these are happy chickens running around outside in the sunshine all day. So do your research Find a good, if you live near um, any kind of farming areas, there are co-ops that you can try to find. Get to know the farmers. The same thing with your meat. Get to know the people who are providing the meat to the stores around you if you have the ability. And find out what their practices are. Are they humane? Do they feed the animals proper things? And so that leads me to the meat section. If you are going to choose to have meat in your diet, I recommend finding the closest to natural source that you can. So that means for beef, they need to be grass-fed and also what's called grass-finished, which means that they are only fed their natural diet of grass all the way up until slaughter. Oftentimes, grass-fed cows will still be fed grains towards the end of their life to help plump them up right before slaughter. So I do highly recommend looking for grass-fed, grass-finished beef, and then heritage-raised pork. Again, these pigs are living in much more natural environments. They're fed natural diets 
pigs will eat just about anything. So not feeding them the grains, because a lot of times if you have a known grain issue, perhaps you have a gluten intolerance or gluten allergy, and you eat these animals that they're fed gluten all the time, well, that's being absorbed into your body as well. And then with chickens, this is a touchy one for me because I do know how how chickens in the United States are raised to no longer be chickens. They're not really chickens any longer. And if you listen to episode three with Karen to Tony, she touches on this, that chickens are scrawny birds. So chickens should not have one pound breasts as scrawny little birds. So if you're buying these giant packs of chicken breasts that have one breast is, you know, half a pound to a pound, that was definitely raised to no longer be a natural chicken any longer. It was probably pumped full of hormones to make it larger. It was probably fed things that are not natural to its diet to, again, plump it up, make it larger. And so I really recommend if you are going to eat chicken, if chicken does well for your body, really look for as naturally raised chickens as you can possibly find and Honestly, the meat that you'll be getting off of the chickens is going to be very small compared to what we're used to in the industrialized meat industry. So that is my soapbox for the day on food. Please, I know that these are simple switches, but they may not be easy. I really implore you to start shopping around the perimeter of the grocery store and avoid the processed foods that can be so damaging to our bodies, which we will get into in future episodes, I am sure. So avoid the center aisles, shop the perimeter, feed your body with healthy well, wonderful foods. Fuel your body with these incredible foods that grow out of the ground and go on to have a healthy day. As we wrap up, your health and wellness are important to me. It's also important to me to make sure that these episodes are helpful for you. I'd love for you to do three things right now. First, Click on the subscribe button to get access to new episodes and leave a five-star review with some feedback. Second, head on over to Instagram and follow me at EWC Health. And last, jump on over to empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast and click on the link to book your complimentary assessment with me. Let's get a 30-minute call on the schedule to look at your history and find the solutions that work best for you. That's empirewellnesscenter.com slash podcast. And remember, our bodies are amazing vessels and the possibilities are infinite. Thanks for listening. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Whether it's improving your internal, physical, or mental health, we have more tools to explore the infinite possibilities within wellness. Be sure to visit us at empirewellnesscenter.com for more ways to connect with Charlene. There you'll find ways to educate, improve, empower, inspire, and grow. That's all available on EmpireWellnessCenter.com.